Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Welcome to a very, very special edition of It's All Cobblers to Me. This week marks the 25th anniversary of the opening of the Sixfields Community Stadium. And uh, the three of us, that's myself, Charles, hi, uh, Neil and Danny, have got some very special memories of our beloved Legoland-style stadium, haven't we, boys? <laughs> I've, uh, I was going to say I've still got the Caterpillar cake, but John Hodge has just eaten it. Oh, is that the caterpillar cake from uh, last week? Podgy Hodge. <laughs> Special guest. Um, yeah, so Sixfield Stadium, boys. Do you remember when it opened? Yes. Were, were you there? 25 well, years ago. I remember I was, in, um, I was in lower school and we went for a school trip to sketch the building of Sixfields. Really? 
Yeah. I thought you were going to... Not not for I the whole time say... it was being built, obviously. We weren't just sat in the bank. <laughs> just... <laughs> Come on, kids. Only another four months. <laughs> um, we were in lower school and they announced it was finally open. <laughs> yeah. What a, it, what a day. It was, it was just after <laughs> Take That Split Up, so there's a bit of a thing to G us up again. <laughs> <laughs> It's October 94, wasn't it? Happier times. Yes, it was. Um, first game, did 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 we all go? Um, I, I don't know whether I was there or not, to be honest. I can't remember. But that, that one-all draw against Barnet? I, I didn't. Danny? Nope, I wasn't there. I don't think I was, actually, no. I don't think we could get tickets at that point. Really? Um, Are you trying um, to tell me that Sixfields was a sellout? It was, it was indeed. Oh, I, mean. I remember it being, because at the time it was a bit of a plush new thing, wasn't it? it kind of, had been places like Scunthorpe and Middlesbrough built. I mean, it's amazing to think that Scunthorpe was um, cutting edge at the time, but that kind of stadium was popping up and we were kind of one of the first to, to get that out of town area. And at the time it felt a bit like a novelty, but now it feels a bit more like they're ripping the soul out of football teams, isn't it? I, I've always sort of, looked at it and thought to myself, yeah, that, that was like cutting edge, wasn't it, back then? And you, then you look at stadiums that have been built since and not not even that long after um, Sixfields Open, like, um, I don't know what it's called now, but Huddersfield's Ground, the, Mac- the McAlpine or the John Smith Day, whatever the name of the stadium is these days. The Ayup North Stadium. <laughs> but, you know, th- that that's a beautiful stadium, isn't it? And and you sort of think to yourself, wow, Sixfields, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> um, can can I, any of you, rem, either of you, remember twenty five years ago? It was ninety four. Just about. So, just about. I think I had my first girlfriend. Oh, what was her name? Uh, Amy. Well, I think I. I think. <laughs> I think I dumped her because she got a haircut. <laughs> I didn't like it. Do you want some fun Sixfields facts? Yes, please. Well, I say fun, as fun as Sixfields facts can be. Go for it. So if you Google Sixfields Stadium record attendance, it's down as 7,798 versus Manchester United when we lost 3-1 to them. Remember that game? 2016 or 17? The League Cup. Yeah, the League Cup. It was the League Cup. second time. But actually, the, the actual... <clears throat> excuse me, the actual unofficial record attendance was from uh, 26th of September 1998. Can you remember who that was against? Oh, wait, what What date was it? September? 26th of September 1998. Was that City? Man City at home? It was Man City at home, Danny, you're right. I'm at home, obviously yeah. it was at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was uh, Wembley. <laughs> the Etihad. <laughs> it was, it was Man City. Um, um, Two-all two draw. Sean Goethe in the last minute, wasn't it? Two-all draw. Unofficial attendance was 9,321. <laughs> what? <laughs> was was every every aisle was full of people. The front, it, there was way more than 7,500 in that ground that day. I, how, how though? How? Because well, they, they let more people in. Yeah. They just let them in, didn't they? Yeah. I, I, the reason why I say how is that, you know, how do you get away with it? Nine nine thousand. Where where have you got that figure from? I I, I counted on the day. Um, 
Oh, right. <laughs> 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, I work great at maths. Yeah, I don't know, but it, there was definitely more than 7,500 there that day. That's my overriding memory from, from that game. It was ridiculous, wasn't it? Definitely it definitely was, yeah. Yeah, in the home ends as well, weren't they? Uh, another fact is, do you know what's buried underneath the centre circle at Sixfields? Oh, yes. God? Um, Griff the Griffin. Incorrect, but that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> was it... Um, didn't Didn't we have for a little while a, a, a shoe as a mascot? That's who I was going to go for. <laughs> sure, back in the Negative. early 90s, we had is like it... someone dressed in a shoe. In- incorrect. <laughs> um, all... Is it all of our hopes and dreams? <laughs> <laughs> Crushed. <laughs> it's not. Was Danny, it? No, hang on. Anymore. Was it? Was it the soul of the Graham Carr squad from the eighties? It's not. No. Any more for any more? Was it a stud from Duncan Spedding's right boot? It's not. No. Nothing anymore. Uh, yes, I do. I've got one more go. Uh, was it a rugby goalpost? Oh, close. Really? Close. A rugby ball. It is a rugby ball buried underneath the centre circle at six. Is it really? It is. Really? Well, that, that explains that. It lot, is. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> uh, why? When do you remember back in when David Cardoso had this idea of a rugby league team at Sixfields and forming our own rugby league team? I do remember that. Yes. So part of at that point, his grand idea it would be fun to you know to start the team off with, you know, burying a rugby ball under the ground. Uh, so obviously he buried the rugby ball and then the team never took off. <laughs> the the, the yeah. tree of rugby league never sprouted. It did Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> like it was a groundbreaking exercise, was it? It was. It was It was around that time. <laughs> is, that, is that why the East Stand didn't get, uh, didn't get done? Maybe it's cursed. Portion, they, yeah, they buried a portion of the stand underneath. The rugby ball is cursed. You know, when we, whenever we do that, whenever we do that kickoff where we just punt it down the, down <laughs> the corner flag, it's actually supposed to be a pass <laughs> to the middle of the pitch. <laughs> I've got one more fact for you. Do you want it? Go on then. Yes, I do. Is that true, by the way, Neil? Uh, I'll, the rugby ball. I will leave you to decide, Charles. Um, oh, you've made that up. I'm going to be so disappointed. Uh, I've got one more fact for you related to uh, the club shop. Right, okay. Allegedly. Oh, God, here we go. Allegedly, what once took place in the club shop that shouldn't have. Oh, 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 I so know the answer to this. <laughs> Let's just say Andy Woodman had a Woody. Oh. Uh, okay. I've got another fact for you. I've got one more fact, Charles. You'll get this one. Okay. You'll get this one. Who, from the podcast, once got thrown out of the away end at Sixfield? Well, it's got to be you, hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, Chessie. It, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. Chessie. When she was up here with Yeovil. <laughs> it was me, yeah, sadly. Why were you in the away end? It was a game. Do you remember when... It was it was against Berry, I think it was on a it was an evening game, and it was it was quite an important game. So the right. tickets were quite hard to come by anyway. And on the night, the ticket systems went down, um, and so there was okay. massive queues to queue up and pay for tickets, and massive queues. So there was and, and so there was probably about 
ended up probably being about 100 Cobblers fans in the away end just because it was easy just to walk around and pay for the away end. Um, okay. But then we scored relatively early on. Um, <laughs> I, can't remember, I can't remember who scored and I can't remember how... It wasn't that far into the game. Um, it was probably about 10, 15 minutes maybe. And, and obviously all the Cobblers fans in the away... And, and there was quite a lot of Berry fans there as well, actually. Um, but all the, Was it Ian Hendon? And then obviously all the Cobblers fans jumped up and stuff and celebrated. And, and then when they re- when the stewards realised, they started walking all the Cobblers fans round to the to sort of the end of the East Stand to sit in the East Stand. Um, but and as all the Cobblers fans were were walking down behind the goal, they were you know throwing gestures at the Berry fans as they're walking past yeah. and stuff. And for whatever reason, the stewards chose to to pick me and and say, "Right, you're out." So I I, uh, oh. I went up to the pub. Oh bless! Yeah, there we go. Oh. Uh, I've got no more facts for you. So, what do you want to have a recap on the facts? <laughs> yeah, go on then. A recap on the facts. Recap on the facts. So we've got record attendance nine thousand three hundred odd versus Manchester City. Yep. We've got a rugby ball buried beneath the centre circle. Or centre spot. Yeah, we've got we've got Andy Woodman's Woody. <laughs> yeah, and we've got home fans being thrown out of the away end. Lovely, brilliant, great facts. Good facts. Top thanks. Neil. Top facts. What's your best memory of Sixfields? Mine. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? I was thinking about this the other well a bit earlier on today. There, there are there are a few. Um, but they're all the obvious ones. And I, I was really trying to find one that was maybe a bit obscure because obviously this week there's going to be an awful lot done by the club and the Cron and, you know, all looking back at, you know, the best games. Like the Chronicle's already released an article today with like the 25 best games Chronicle! from uh, at, at Sixfields and stuff like that. So, um, but, I mean, that Bristol Rovers playoff oh. semi-final. Oh, the place was just oh. brilliant. Uh, the, you can't, you can't not mention. No, it, exactly. You? you just can't. And I mean, it's a real disappointment that when you actually go to YouTube to to watch the the footage, you, you only get to see Razor's, you know, th- the third goal. That's that's all that's on there. The teams basically come out the tunnel, and then Razor scores from a corner, and and the whole of Six Hills goes wild. Is it one of those um, games? Do you think that? Because it was a while ago now, wasn't it? It was, you know, 98-ish, wasn't it? Yeah, it's 98, yeah. Yeah, so is it one of those games that you think that we've, we've remember it, I mean, remember it more fondly than, than it actually was on the it night? It actually was. I mean, it no. was fantastic on the night, don't no. get me wrong, but is it just one of those that we no. no, I don't think no. so. No, it was magical. I think it's one of those where you just don't, remember the, you don't remember the details. But you just remember everything behind it. You remember all the emotions behind it. Just remember it being amazing. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think we're we're ever going to get to that point again where we've got a game like that. Have and we been the, close since the atmosphere? Like that? No, I don't think so. Not no, to that. I don't, not not with the atmosphere. I mean, the 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 closest thing, and and this was actually the the thing that I decided to settle on as my kind of best memory, and it and it is an obscure one, and it is a bit weird as well but it's on the proviso with the fact that I didn't want to go with an obvious you know brilliant game or anything like that we 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 were playing Peterborough and it this was pre-match and it was one of the first times that we'd actually faced 
posh in the league since I'd basically, you know, been able to, you know, remember kind of thing. All those years weren't there where they were in Division 1 and we were in Division 3 during the 90s. Um, and I just remember being in the North Stand and the big, massive Chronicle and Echo flag getting un- unfurled. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? The huge one that would go across, you know, dozens of seats. And I just remember being underneath it and the atmosphere underneath the flag just went up, you know, to 11. It was almost like literally we just found an extra gear as we went up a, a knob. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Speak for yourself, Charles. I mean, what happened in the North Stand stays in the North Stand? Another six feels fact. But... <laughs> But yeah, it, it just seemed that the atmosphere just seemed to turn up a notch, and um... it could be done, couldn't it? It's, it? it's that kind of game where you think we can create something here if we really, yeah. really tried and really went for it. There was another game that season just before Bristol Rovers when we played Fulham. Oh yeah, and this yes. was when, um, when yes. Fulham were Fulham were big, Billy Big Bollocks of the league, weren't they? And they just got a load of money and Louis Sahar up front, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, and, and you know they're, Chris they're Coleman cameras to yeah, yeah. They're putting who was the big? Be, who was the big friend. guy up front for them? What's his? Barry name? Hales. Harry That's Hales, it. Yeah. Thank He's you. Very yeah, small. So they, they were. <laughs> <laughs> they were streaming it back to Craven Cottage, weren't they? And that was seen as a massive thing in those days as well. Um, and just just to beat them that day, and to have a similar-ish kind of atmosphere. It's not quite at that level, but I think it was us coming up against the the big big spenders of that league and we'd just come up from league two dean pierce scored a goal for goodness sakes. i mean he scored the winning goal and he was on fire just, that season he scored the winner at watford didn't he it, it was did. i think that was an equaliser wasn't it that, oh it, yeah it was you're right and he nearly scored at wembley as well didn't he He should have scored um but yeah another great day that was all right well what about you danny any obscure sort of memories of six obscure fields? ones um there was the wheelchair pitch invader weren't there uh, was that is that Derry? Derry, yeah, Derry, that was Derry yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter if it's in a wheelchair or not, but he was on his own, money. So it was, it was just the fact he was on his own, just running, going down towards the North Stand and kind of pootling along. Just, just the one man pitch invasion was amazing. Um, yeah, what else we had? We had the West Ham game, obviously not really obscure, but that Chris Freestone double we spoke to him about last year. That was a classic. Um, Chester when we went up. Um, yeah, that, last, last do you know, I think, season, I think that's kind of a, a forgotten game almost, that Chester mm. game, isn't it? I mean, I remember being on the pitch afterwards and then, you know, all the players coming out mm-hmm. of the tunnel with all their, their kids and, you know, those we're going up flags and bottles of champagne and stuff. And mm. So we needed a win. There was two games left. Mm. We needed a win, didn't we, to go up and we went 1-0 up and then I think Chester would come back into it a little bit and I'd had a couple of efforts on goal and really kind of held us right until the end. So when final whistle did go, it was a, I think if we hadn't got the the win, if we'd have only drawn, we wouldn't have gone up that day. So um, just that relief and that streaming onto the pitch. There's been, um, there was the, the Stevenage game at home. Do you remember that when we needed to win? Um, it was after the Dagenham game, wasn't it? Um, mm. Was it a Wuzu that scored? Yes, yes. That wasn't a bad atmosphere or a bad day. And then Oxford at home as well. Yeah, the Oxford one, yeah. So we'd won a goal down against Oxford. Yeah, we won 3 What They had a man sent off, didn't they? We won 3-1. Yeah. That was pretty good. There's been untold amounts of 
bad times at Sixfields as well, hasn't there? <laughs> well, there has. I mean, I'd, I'd rather not not dwell on those. <laughs> be all night, one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was a game that that I remember that's come to mind. We played Cheltenham, and I think it might have been quite a high scoring game, but it was a game where uh, Neil Larry Grayson played for Cheltenham. Mm. And I just remember the whole, I remember the whole of the stadium. So all three home sides and then the Cheltenham end as well, all singing two songs together. One of which was about Larry um, and and him just being amazing. Larry. Um, and the other one was, was, was us all hating on Rushton. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously Cheltenham had just beaten them to the yeah, yeah. you know the conference title the previous year, hadn't they? And yeah, that for some reason has just come into my head and and just mm. gone. That that was actually, and I think was that was that a night game as well, Tuesday night or something. Yeah, can't well, remember. Speaking of Larry, that snow dive's got to be mentioned as well. Oh yeah, Larry. Yeah, um, that was in the days, wasn't it? Back in the days where we'd be desperate to get a game on. So yeah, when we, I think we had actually gone and cleared. Yeah, the pitch, yeah, people had been down there snow. clearing yeah. the pitch. Imagine if it happened now. Shoveling Imagine on. if it snowed Friday. We put it back we'd on. Like, no, nah, leave it on. It's fine. Leave the snow <laughs> on there. <laughs> it's not even snow. Yeah. I don't know that's <laughs> well, it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, come on then, Neil. You you wanted to mention some some not no, so I do. high points. I, as well. I, 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 it's, but sometimes it helps remember that. Oh yeah, it's not great at the moment. But we, there was that time when we lost seven two to Shrewsbury. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that was my stag do. I've been like, right. What do I want to do for my stag do? Well, we'll start off. We'll go to a cobbler's game. So we've got ten of us there. I'm dressed in a massive white beard and a doctor coat that was recycled from Kenny Duke a day. What a day! Um, what a day! <laughs> I just so happened to pick from a stag do the one time we'd lost 7-2 at home. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> and then we'd, we'd gone into a bar late and they were replaying it on the screen. <laughs> uh, at that point, I was dressed as Father Ted. Oh, um, <laughs> That was fun. There was a goal, wasn't there? I think it was um, Kelvin Langmead scored an own goal. It might, it was, oh, and it was that just summed up. Just an absolute joke. At wasn't that it? time, it just summed <laughs> us up perfectly. It was ridiculous. Exactly. There was a big mention for. Um, sorry, this is a good moment. I just remembered uh, Nicholas Bignall. Do you remember him? Yes. Oh yes. Who did he score the winning goal against? Oh, oh. Leeds United. It was Leeds, Neil. Wasn't it? Yeah, Leeds. I remember. A towering header. I'll tell you another good memory, which is uh, was by all, no means a, no reason to remember it particularly. But do you remember that American striker we had that scored a header, the one goal he scored for us, and his yes. celebration. Was Seb, Seb Harris. Harris. Yes. Seb Harris. Seb Harris. And his celebration yeah, was amazing. It was, wasn't it? Oh, amazing. That was brilliant. He, just, he celebrated like he's just scored his first match, scored his first goal for his country, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. As did um, Magno Vieira, I think. Oh, Magno Vieira. Also, we've got to mention Hildeberto, surely. Oh, you've oh. got to mention Hildeberto, haven't you? There have been it's some imagine. absolute corkers play on Actually, that surface, haven't there? The, I mean, imagine yeah. a whole imagine team of Hild- Hildeberto <laughs> on one side and Eric Sabin on the other. Oh, with Matthew Rush down the middle. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, Derek Asamoah coming on from the bench. Oh, John Hodge <laughs> stood there watching. Eating. <laughs> there was a 
there was an, another, uh, I seem to remember, I can't remember who it was. It was... Um, Ali Gibb. No, it was, a, it was a Tim Pot Trophy game. I can't remember what it was called back, back then. Mickey ages Warner. Ago. Ray Van Doolenman. No, it was it was John Frayne. Um, and he... <laughs> Right. I think we 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 played Torquay in it, and we beat them. At, we were at home, and we obviously um, and we beat them five one. I think it was or, or something ridiculous. And John Frayne scored a free kick, and it was the only other time I've scored it, seen him score a free kick apart from the famous one at Wembley, obviously. <laughs> and there was a group of lads in the East Stand. I was sat in the North Stand. There was a group of lads in the East Stand that clearly uh, had not sat in the East Stand before, and were singing and chanting. And I did probably had a few beers and stuff, but it was genuinely one of the most memorable moments just seeing a group of lads in the East End with nobody else in the East End, really, just having the time of their life. <laughs> Speaking of, um, you just reminded me, Torquay, do you remember when Neville Southall played yes. for them? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember that. No. It was like right at the end of his career, he came and I think it's, I think for some reason, I think it's the first game under Kevin Wilson or something like that. It was definitely early in one of the it's managers. Definitely that sort of era. And we won yeah. 3-0. Yeah, we won 3-0 and they had three players sent off. And when the third goal got in, Southall just turned around and just give up. He just, it was just at the face of just like, <laughs> oh, I can't be asked anymore. What's the point? <laughs> it was almost like that was the end of his career. He just wanted to just give up after that. Oh. Well, we've seen, Peter uh, Beardsley played once. I remember oh. it. I remember it. We saw uh, Ian Taylor end his career, didn't he, at Sixfields? Oh, yeah. Nice. That was good. Famously walked off the pitch and then threw his boots over his shoulders, didn't he? Yeah. I, uh, I remember um, now that this was a, a first game of the season memory really but uh, has always stuck out in my head the opening game to the 98-99 season we played Stoke City I think and we lost yes um Carlo Corazon I think scored oh, a debut free kick oh, what a, that free kick that was yeah. enough the bar yeah, that isn't the memory though it was Colin Hill diving across uh, to, to, save, <laughs> to save a goal going in with his hands getting sent off Super only for Hill. the penalty to be scored <laughs> <laughs> what a legend that that i remember that day because we were that was the first game was that no that wasn't the first that was the first game of the season wasn't it we we'd missed yeah, out on the playoff it was final. a warm day yeah we'd lost the previous season to grimsby in the playoff final so expectations were quite high you know made the playoffs last year we could go one better this year We've got Stoke City, a big club back then. Still are a big club, obviously, but you know, a big club that had been relegated down to Division Two, and you know, no one necessarily thought we'd win that game. I don't think, but there was a there was a feeling of it could happen, and if it does, then how good is this season going to be? And then it just all fell apart, didn't it? <laughs> Colin Hill's fault, wasn't it? It was. Definitely Colin Hill. We've had um, oh yeah, <laughs> we've had uh, a few famous fans at Sixfields as well, haven't we? Uh, we have Gary Megson. Gary Me- yeah, Gary Megson was there the other week. Yeah, yeah, we've had uh, Kasabian. Oh yes, yeah, when Leicester played us, yeah, yeah, famously got chased out of the West Stand, didn't yeah. they? By, by, I don't know who by, someone, I guess. <laughs> by a Razorlight fan, yep. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've had uh, Helen. Chamberlain, Chamberlain. Hell's Bells, yeah. yeah. She had a nice song sang to her, didn't she? <laughs> yes. Yeah, unable to repeat it. Because uh, you can't remember, yeah. Uh, We've had uh, Jim Rosenthal's been there a bit, hasn't he? And his son, Tom, yeah. Tom, yeah. Uh, that's probably it, really. I mean, there's obviously a lot of famous people sometimes sitting in the director's box. Yeah, who, did, who, who was there the other the other day? Do you remember? 
Uh, yeah, Michael Jacobs. Uh, I was thinking famous people. Didn't you say that oh. Les Ferdinand was there? Les Ferdinand was there. Yeah, when we obviously when we played United, um, there was what's his name? Bobby Charlton. Bobby Charlton. Thank you. Yeah, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Obviously, we've had Jimmy Floyd. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, yeah, there, there was another, actually, another memorable game that I wanted to mention. Um, this was actually a pre-season friendly. Um, there's two of them, actually. Another one's just popped into my head. These might have been, actually, the same pre-season. Um, I think they were, and I think I know what you're going to say. Is it? Yeah, is it? Is it the Crazy Gang and then Chelsea? It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. yeah. Yeah, and, but in that Chelsea game, which was the first memory that that I wanted to talk about, was didn't they have quite a famous like new signing? Maybe an Italian or someone that broke his leg in the game and then never never actually recovered to play for Chelsea again. And then we lost to Wimbledon as well, didn't we? Was the other memory? And both of those were really heavy defeats. It wasn't the greatest of pre seasons, was it? No, but didn't. It wasn't that the year that we we went and got promotion under Kevin Wilson. I think I think we did actually. Yeah, I think we got promoted, didn't we? Or it was either it was either that we'd got promoted and or you know we'd been promoted the previous May or we went on to win promotion. I can't remember, but yeah, some ma- absolutely magical magical nights. Have you got any others, Danny? No, I'm all out. I think I'll hold them off until the fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> Neil, any more from you? No, I think I'm memoried out. Oh, my brother hit Clarence with a snowball once. Incredible. Really? Yeah. Brilliant. And on that, we'll probably <laughs> leave it there, shall we? Happy birthday, Sixfields. Happy birthday, Sixfields. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, the main episode is out there in your podcast feed. Go and have a listen to that. And as usual, send us all manner of thoughts and opinions on the cobblers to at cobblers to me on social media or it's all cobblers at gmail.com is our email address we'll see you soon bye bye bring back Griff the griffin bring back shoot the boot support the podcast on patreon by joining the it's all cobblers to me fan club Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.